Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. You know, Jordan, I uh, one of my favorite things to do with my wife, and this includes Christmas gifts, anniversary, birthdays, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, but one of the things I most love doing uh, with my wife is the two of us going out to eat. Oh, yeah. At a, you know, fairly nice restaurant, yeah. especially for those special days, and eating all <laughs> we can eat. Uh, I, I love... I love getting just absolutely stuffed. Yeah, and that, that's that's one of the things I love, especially now in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just you know you have the list of everything that your sisters and mom and oh, grandmothers, grandmothers make yeah. the favorite thing from everybody, and you just have that list of okay, I can't get this because I'm going to get this, <laughs> and, and you're going to yes, I don't do that. For certain. Oh, I, don't? I don't do that. I'm oh, just man. like I'm getting it all. No, no, I I only get the good stuff. I skip <laughs> over everything that's like yeah, you know, I can get this anytime. Like I mac go, and cheese. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> don't want to incur the wrath of <laughs> no, uh, no the don't producer. go there. <laughs> uh, Cedra, we had a conversation off air where Cedra was bashing anyone who does not like mac and cheese. And and I just simply told her, you know, a fact that mac and cheese, you know, if if I was going to have my last meal, mac and cheese would not be on it. However, my wife's banana pudding Mm -hmm. would most certainly be Mm -hmm. on the list. But when we're talking about food, and especially in this season, uh, you know, we just got past Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as soon as you have finished digesting your Thanksgiving meal, you're prepping for Christmas meal. Right, yeah. And there's there's just so much food I know. in this time of year. After Christmas, I'm like, I never want to eat again. I know. And yeah. then you have New Year's. I don't know about y'all, but we, we have a big know. New Year's. That's, 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 snack, that's snack food, like finger food. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. We don't do a big New Year's nah, either. Oh, man. Keep I'll it light some. and good, yeah. No, no, yeah. we don't. We, we do steak. <laughs> um, there's like a, a Southern tradition of um, like yeah, peas and ham or beans yeah, and ham. Yeah, it's... it's um, Black, black peas, black eyed peas, black eyed peas. peas with ham, and yeah, and turnip greens. I hate turnip greens. I hate yeah, get those I hate out, get those out they, of here. I love black eyed peas, but yeah. I hate turnip greens. So here's the thing. All right, we're gonna get to anyway. this. Um, if you have noticed, there is uh, a bit of silence on air, and that is because Wesley um is is out today. But um, so sorry, you're stuck with uh, with me and with Jordan mm-hmm. and Cedra. <laughs> but we're talking today about the feast of Christmas, the Feast of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and for my family at least, the Feast of New Year's. Uh, have you ever gone to one of these things and, and wondered, is this gluttony? Mm, yeah. You know Definitely, what I mean? Like yeah. it's Because you do, you eat in excess, mm-hmm. um, and is it okay to eat to excess uh, for these specific seasons for these specific celebrations right, yeah um and so just before we get too far into the discussion jordan just really quick do you do you think it is gluttony do you think there's a difference between this and gluttony yeah i think there's a difference between feasting and gluttony i think the difference is can are you controlling yourself mm-hmm. or are you letting your appetites control you I I think that might be one of the main differences right there and you wrote an article on gluttony didn't you yeah yeah and um it had to do a lot of research on right, it. Right, yeah. Um, be- it's not something we talk about a lot. It's really not, and it's something we should, which mm-hmm. is why I wanted to bring this this point up, um, because gluttony, we always think of it in the realm right. of food. It, it actually encompasses a lot more mm-hmm. than just food. But it goes back to what you're saying. Are you controlled by your appetite, or mm-hmm. do you control your appetite? I read a really interesting article in Desiring God in researching uh, this radio episode, and one of the things that the, the, the writer was talking about, 
Um, his last name was uh, Mathis. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name, but yeah. we'll put a link. Engage Magazine. Dot I think it is David Mathis. Yeah, I think I read this same article. Um, all right. So one of the things he said is that we don't think much about feasting because we always have ample mm-hmm. food. Exactly. We always have ample drink. We always have ample, and, and you know, we we're never going thirsty. Mm-hmm. We're never going hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when Christmas or Thanksgiving comes yeah. along and we have these big meals. It's almost like it's nothing special to right, us anymore. Yeah. Huh. And I think that there may be something there with gluttony, but gluttony doesn't happen at the feast. Mm. It happens away from the feast. Mm. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, slightly, but explain it. Okay. So in other words, when we come to feast, so what we have to remember is that there God ordained seven different feasts in the Old mm. Testament, and they were spread out across seven months of the Jewish calendar. Mm. And, and God basically said, hey, guys, eat your mm-hmm. full, mm-hmm. right? Eat whatever, you know, kosher, but right. eat as much as you want um, and and just enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, but when the feast is over, now you mm-hmm. control your belly again. Mm-hmm. You you eat with, with conscience. You right. eat, with, you know, um, with regard, mm-hmm. I guess, would be a good way to put that. So so gluttony is going to happen away from feast, but when you're having the feast, you don't need to be concerned about that. Now, that's not to say uh, that, hey, I can have that third piece of pie because engaged <laughs> that I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, my, uh, I, I work out, and the guy that I work out with would, would tell me, no, that, that is not okay. <laughs> don't do that. That's not being holy. Um, and so it's interesting to me, um, if you go back, and I haven't done this mm. to a deep extent, but I, I really want to, um, and, and it may even be a good future episode um, mm. for Engage Radio, but there's the seven different feasts, each one points forward to yeah. Christ. Did you did you see I, that? I noticed the, that, yeah. And, and, and I mean, like much, most of the Old Testament, it's, uh, it is a type and a, a picture of what Christ is going to accomplish and ultimately um, what we're still looking forward to. His second coming and the the uh, the wedding feast, um, be that symbolic or literal, yeah. Yeah, got questions. And again, we'll we'll post all of these links, uh, engagemagazine.net/slash/podcast. But mm-hmm. um, so, got questions had a great resource for this, and it's it goes through each of them. So Passover, um, pointed to the Messiah as our Passover lamb, the unleavened bread, uh, the pointed to the Messiah's sinless life, the first fruits, mm-hmm. pointed to the Messiah's resurrection. Uh, the weeks of Pentecost um, pointed to the Spirit, the Pentecost coming there, and then it goes down through the rest. So it, it is an interesting, a very mm-hmm. interesting study, but it brings up another question: Should we, as Christians, celebrate those feasts? That that is an interesting you... question. <laughs> <laughs> I think certainly we can. Mm-hmm. I think we 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 sure have that liberty. I don't think that we have to. Right, we're not commanded to. Yeah, yeah, we have the fulfillment. We have Christ Himself. Exactly. So, I mean. Why Why would we? <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We thank you so much for taking your time and, and spending it with us. And we are discussing, you know, with this week, these next couple of weeks coming up, especially if you've got extended family, uh, you could be looking at a number of feasts to have. Mm. Uh, you know, you're, you'll have it with your family, with your in-laws, with your extended family. And the question, at least typically when we have these, um, we may walk away a little bit feeling a bit of guilt and mm. asking the question, is it sinful to eat this much? Mm. Um, and so we really want to discuss that. Um, and is it the way that we're feasting? Is it God honoring? Mm. 
Um, it's, a, it's a question and a discussion we really want to get into in the next segment. But uh, for now, we are discussing um, kind of the continuity mm-hmm. of what God was doing in the Old Testament with the feast and pointing toward Christ. And can our feast today mm-hmm. point to Christ as well? Yeah. So it, to me, that's the biggest difference between a feast mm-hmm. and a gluttony. Yeah. Or feast and gluttony. Right. Because gluttony, the, the act um, or the acts, I guess, are focused on you. Mm-hmm. Focused on what you want, focused on your pleasure, focused on your appetite, your desires. Mm-hmm. But when we feast, we are not the object, right? Right. We're not the focus, mm-hmm. but Christ is. Yeah. And so, in in light of that, um, let's ask this: How can we focus on Christ? How can we make Christ the focus of our feasts? Mm. Well, I think uh, what I keep going back to is um, in, in creation when God created the world. The, the, the thing that we enjoy through feasting. Mm-hmm. He called it good. Every time he created something, he called it good. And when you look at the feasts in the Old Testament, um, the, the commandment to celebrate, and there's a commandment to celebrate, which is weird because you usually think a commandment is something, oh, it's a drudgery. You have mm-hmm. to do this thing. No, they wanted to. It was a party. They had uh, fun it, it, doing exactly. it. Exactly. And that is the yeah. thing. Uh, go ahead and we'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, but it, it it, to me, it's it's interesting to see that God is calling us to come alongside Him and just enjoy something good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And you you really do see uh, the grace of Christ in that. Christ didn't come to to set a burden on our shoulders and to say, "Okay, now you have to live austerely and you have to you know dress in you know sackcloth and live like you know really." John the Baptist. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to eat locusts and honey. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you can't, you, the, this world is not for you, so don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's but, the opposite. But that is a thought in yeah. Christian history. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can go all the way back to the Gnostics, right. which, uh, you know, the, the epistles of John mm-hmm. really were directed toward Gnostics who were saying, no, the world is evil. Physicality right, yeah. is evil. We, we have to abstain from all things. Mm-hmm. All things physical is bad. All things spiritual are right. good. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the difference. That's where, that's where the, the line is between um, glutton and, and feast. Uh, gluttony, like you said, you're doing it for yourself. In a feast, you're, every bite you take, God's grace is there mm. because he, he provided that for you. And as trivial, trivial as that sounds, I mean, children, you know, we teach them to pray the prayer. Thank you for the food. You know, thank you for providing this for it. But when you think about it, he didn't have to. <laughs> he didn't have to design us to be able to enjoy good food. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have favorite foods <laughs> is a grace of God. It, it yeah. really is. And and there was one article that I was reading. I think it was by Desiring God as mm-hmm. well. Um, but it said, the consider the kindness of God mm-hmm. in that he made creation and made it edible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you stop and think about yeah. it because huh. why do we need to eat? Mm-hmm. God could have designed us in a way that food is not necessary yeah. and yet... We, we get to not only eat for, mm. for sustenance and for survival, but we also get to eat mm. because we want to. And, that, and I think the beautiful thing is the reason we are like that is because we were created in his image. Right. It, it, it correlates with something in God's character. God feasts, mm. so we feast. I oh, think that's, 
yeah, I just oh, I, I came oh, up with that. You can use it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, I want to I want to get into that because yeah. Christ says, you know, at the Last Supper, um, I will not eat of mm. the, I will not drink the fruit of the vine, right. and I will not eat until uh, until we are all together again. I can't remember the the exact verse yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of being that Christ Himself mm-hmm. will feast. Yeah. <laughs> and he will feast in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not only that, but he will feast with his children. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of those things. You know, when we when we come back, we're about to go into a break. But when we come back, uh, we're going to focus on how can we make Christ uh, the, the intentional focus mm. of the feast that we're having. We're also going to discuss, you know what? We're going to get in real practical some of the best things that we eat. Okay, our- let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. It's going to be excellent. So here's a question for you. Um, how do you distinguish feast and gluttony? We always want to hear from you. You can email us at engagefaq at afa.net or hit us up on social media. Stick around for the next segment. You're not going to want to miss it. <laughs> 